Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Never want to overlook an opportunity to argue about movies? A panel of expert You Hate Movies hosts is here to present their top 10 favorite films of the decade. Our choices will thrill and disgust you, or make you ask, wait, what movie? It's 2020, which means that we just finished another decade in movies. And even though we already told everyone what our favorite top 10 movies of 2019 were, that's not enough. Everyone needs to know, needs to know our top 10 favorite movies, respectively, as hosts of You Hate Movies podcast. Movies of the decade, a 10-year list to draw from. So it's going to start with everyone saying how many movies they've seen in the last 10 years. That was a joke. Yeah. Right. Because uh, that's too hard to do. And I don't think anyone's kept that list. Maybe for like the past Man, four years. This list is hard. This is a hard one. Was it? To get it to 10? <clears throat> it's very difficult. I feel like if it was the best of 25, it would be much easier. Yeah. I did it wrong. What do you mean you did it wrong? Y'all did every movie you've ever seen and then whittled that down to... 10 yeah. i did my top movie of every year i kind of oh. did that at some so level. i have i have one from every year of the decade in my top 10 of the decade then you missed of, maybe some see i'm worried that two or yeah, three. yeah i think i did i think i did because i just dumb. thought of a movie tonight we were talking and i was like that's not in my top 10 you did it wrong real dumb shuffle your I, think list a bit. I think i'm an idiot <laughs> an idiot what <laughs> an idiot <laughs> it seems guys i think i'm an idiot we can confirm that on the air an idiot <laughs> All right, Abby Porter's back on the show. I'm here. You love the movies you love, and you loved movies in the last 10 years. Enough yeah. to make a top 10 list? For sure. I was in and out of the room when you were working at it. How challenging was it? And go ahead and tell us how you made your list. I made my list by going on a website and typing in all movie releases in 2019 until it stopped at like 2014. And then I just Googled 2013 movies and whatever pictures or in the top search that I'd seen, I picked from that. Wow. wow, why didn't you just do it one better and actually go to a list of releases by year? Mm-hmm. Because it had so many to yeah, sort through. A lot, of mo- a lot of movies come out in a year. You said it takes too much. Too much. Too much, okay, okay. interesting. That'll be an interesting list. <laughs> Bethany Allen's on the show. Hello. And she was writing her top 10 list of the decade <laughs> when she got here. I'm just She's a proficient woman. She sat down in the studio with a analog pen and paper and started scr- scrawling frantically. What came out this year? What was that movie with the kids? <laughs> Someone help me. Did I like this? Was this a real thing? Which what was the kids movie? Super 8. Super 8. Oh, right. Yeah. What was that movie Super with eight. the kids? <laughs> She's pretty frantic. Yeah, but you made a list? I made a list. And is it... Do you Checked feel, it twice. <laughs> okay. Do you feel... <laughs> All right, we're Do you feel confident about it? How'd you, how'd you make it, Bethy? I did, but you did. I took your. You said something about that. I don't know if it was this, this morning or if it was some other time where you said, "This is how I did it. This is how you should do it." It was days ago because you've had days to make your list. <laughs> Probably this morning. Anyway, <laughs> no, it was at least last Thursday because I heard him say it to you last Thursday. Anyway, I can't remember. I think it was this morning, but. <laughs> I just did that. I looked at each year and I just, you said, look at the ones that you remember seeing and thinking, yeah, I had a good time. I like that movie. And then decide from that. So in my big notebook, I have a lot of movies listed and then I had to whittle it down. I think you'll be surprised. 
Okay. I like being surprised. Tyler, you said this was really hard. Then how'd you do it? It was very difficult. What's your secret? My secret? You mean how I literally organized the list? Yeah. <laughs> What's your secret? Uh, I went year by year, and I just went by gut feeling, you know? As I read through, I just pulled out titles that I thought, this was good, this was good, this was good. And then from there, I had to narrow it down. It's it's not fun. You know, there's a lot of films I'm leaving out in the cold that I really feel like deserve a place at the table. There can only be 10 out of hundreds. Seats. We only have 10 seats, yeah. And it's uh, it, it hurts. It hurts to make this list. should be fun. Yeah, you should be enjoying yourself and having I a good time. I thought it was fun. And I, was th- I thought I was being pretty... Um, Pretty. Uh, that's the right word I'm looking for. Uh, ruthless. Yeah, ruthless in my uh, eliminations along the way, and uh, just choosing the ones that, that, I, that I know were good, just on a very gut level. And I still have like 40 movies listed here that I had to. That's, too many. that's four times as many as you need. That's too many. Yeah. So Tyler's list is going to be long. <laughs> no, it's only 10. Yeah, you got it down yeah. to 10. Matt. Yes, you sir. just said that you did it wrong. You're just going to go with... Did yeah. you make any last-minute changes like Bethy? No, no changes. I'm not Bethy. I had mine prepped. I had mine prepped Excuse for... Excuse me, what changes am I making? I don't know. The fact that you did it as we sat down to record the episode, those no, changes... No, no, you weren't here yet. Okay. <laughs> no, but oh. when I... <laughs> and yet, when I walked Yikes. in 30 minutes late, you were still Yikes. writing your list. Okay. So it's a good okay, thing okay, I didn't okay. rush okay. up okay. here. Look out, um, look out. getting personal. Anyway, so I've been thinking about this since... This idea was given to us by Kyle, right, last summer. So I've been thinking about it since then. So I started working on it because I didn't know if it would ever actually turn into an episode. But I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. So I've been working on it since then, and I would just pick a year. I'd go through, and I'd write down, just like Tyler, anywhere. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was great. And I'd typically end up with, like, 10 to 15 movies from every year of the decade and then every so often I just kind of dip back into the notes of my phone and be like no no I like that one more than that one so I can scratch that one off um, and then so and then like I said I did it wrong so I ended up or I did it differently let's just say different not wrong we'll say wrong okay wrong, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so I just picked one from each year so then the only thing that was left was waiting for this year's one to be decided so spoiler if you heard the last episode that one's in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How could it not be? How Patrick, could it not be? How'd you make a list? Uh, most like uh, like uh, you guys have. I went through every year and uh, picked out the movie. I went through every year and picked out the movies that I thought would be appropriate for the list. And then from that, when I had a massive list, I did a gut reaction of what I just really liked. And in about 10 minutes, form my list because i thought if i took longer than that i would never get out of the the trench yeah that's true it's quicksand it has to be so it was pretty ruthless but i uh, you know i have a list we'll see how it goes yeah i'm josh i'm also on the show i did kind of what you guys are saying i like tyler i was looking year by year started in 2010 and just was pretty open at that point went down the list and was like i remember thinking that was pretty cool and didn't really think beyond that. Right. Threw it on a meta list. This list turns out to be gigantic. And then you start going down it and going, well, now that I can see what's on this list, realistically, this isn't going to be on here. This isn't going to yeah. be on here. Did you notice that some years had way more movies than others? Oh, yeah, for sure. 2015 yeah. was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was. was. It, it was, was a bumper year. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny that uh, when 
you know, it got a little easier from 2015 uh, on because we've done episodes on all those years. Right. So I'd look at my top 10 list, and then you realize that on some of those years, what's on your top 10 list, most of them would not even be a contender for your top 10 of the decade. Yeah. But like the number one would or something. Right. Versus what's already on this list sitting there, you're just like, oh, man, it's tough. Uh, so I agree. It was really challenging thing to do but then like patrick once i had it narrowed down to i don't know like 20 or something you just have to start being like this is gonna have to be in there you guys are out i'm sorry you guys are just out and they're all crying and looking at me with those quivering yeah. pupils you know <laughs> like an anime like, i hurts. still love you i still it love hurts. you but you're great yeah. i wish i could talk about you on this show i'm not gonna be able to you're out like mary poppins like mary poppins like mary poppins the new one that's how i felt about it mm. oh because you're out you're out yeah, she's Spoiler, out. Spoiler, she's out. But you mentioned her. Sometimes you're in and sometimes you're out. All right. Patrick, we're going to start yeah. with you. <laughs> yep. And this is it. I mean, there's no going back from this, and you can never change your opinions. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> they live on the internet. Nor, nor will I. This is our desert island, island list you have to take with you. Oh, man, that's rough. Oh, that yep. makes me feel better about my list. I'd be happy with this on a desert island. Shouldn't well, your desert island be your top ten of all time? Well, only if you could pick from the decade. No, it's a very it's a very specific Desert Island situation. Yeah. Patrick, what was your 10th favorite movie between 2010 and 2020? I wrote Chappie. Wow. Love some Chappie. That yeah. is going to get people so ticked because everyone hates it. Uh, and we did it. They're wrong, too. I love it. But I just really love Chappie. Chappie. As Indeed. I was writing this list, I kept looking at that saying, I want to watch Chappie again. It's not a perfect movie, but... It is a really, really excellent movie. Yeah. I think worthy of my 10th spot. Love Chappie. Happy to have Chappie on this Screw list. the naysayers. Love yeah, Chappie. Chappie is one offbeat good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neil Blomkamp, come back and make some more feature films, please. And quit saying please. you're making a movie and then not making it. Daggum Alien and RoboCop sequels. Wouldn't those have been great, though? Yeah. Better than what we got. All right, yeah. Matt, we're going to hear your wacky list of uh, for, with an uh, unusual technique. I already regret not putting <laughs> Chappie on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Start revising yours in real I'm time. I'm already mad about it. I'm sure as we go around the circle, every time someone says a movie, I'm like, yep, that was stupid. I should have had that on there. My number 10 spot is my favorite movie from 2018. It was First Reformed. Ah, yeah, that, that was really great. Love yeah, freaking okay. first yeah, reform. So great, great movie. Okay, that's good. It was a contender for mine. It's very good. Sure. It could have been a contender. I don't know what. I don't what know. Do, are we talking criteria on this one? I feel like the criteria for this has got to be different than just the best of the year, right? Feel good stickiness isn't enough for you. you <laughs> no, last time you, you, gotta, you said you liked it and it what was good. What did you say? It was yeah. like the first reformed. Yes, ma'am. You. Di- we told you to watch that two years ago. I've got it on my list now. You can borrow my oh. Blu-ray, you'll, but I think it's on question, Prime or something. You'll question reality after watching that film. Oh. You'll, you'll Super. <laughs> That's really good. Wait, go into you'll more of what you were talking decisions. about, about your criteria. criteria. Did you say your criteria, Patrick, for choosing these films? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's really said, just... I, I said, how'd you make your list? I'll go back and listen then. I, Is I, it I watchability? <laughs> Is that what we're really saying? Well, no. Everyone everyone well, it's up to you. That's no. watchability. That's well, a part of it. This is different. Like when you're doing for the best of the year, you can put those things on it. But for like a decade, to me, you pick out what 
makes sense. You kind of have to curate the list for the a little bit because yeah. it's a top ten list, but it's a lot. To, but it's I had to just do gut watch. punches. But you can't uh, you can't also just go back to past top ten of the years because those those lists aren't necessarily exhaustive. Like I missed Honey Boy this year. Maybe I really love Honey Boy and it'll be on my top ten. Yeah, of the next you decade. have to do. You oh, have to yeah, that makes more sense. Than, sure. So there's movies that were missed, and I think that over time, movies either appreciate or depreciate. Of course. Are you taking that into account at all? Yes, very much. Oh, so. actually, I might be wrong. It might. I think actually, First Reform wasn't my top of that year. I think Blind Spotting was, but I went back and looked at the list. Blind Spotting was, like, was your top of the year. But that's the same year as First Reformed, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So I went back and I looked at that list and I realized I matured go. as a man. So you picked your favorite <laughs> movie of that year. Of that currently. year. Yeah. Well, yes. it, well, but already not. But already. No. No. At your current favorite movie of that year. Yeah. I went back and I was like, in 2018, what were my favorite movies? Okay. Of 2018, right now. Gun to my head. What's my favorite one of those movies? Yeah. And it's first reform. I don't know why you have to be threatened with death to pick a movie. Because, man, this was very Make stressful. <laughs> I was on the edge, It's the only way he was going to pick. Tyler, yeah. obviously, this is your roundabout way of... Tell us, what's your yeah, criteria? what's your criteria? Did you, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know if we were doing that or not. The criteria? Yeah, I, it's hard. I don't really it's know my criteria. Right. I'm, I'm yeah, you, questioning you're everything. Really <laughs> you're really a mess here. Falling <laughs> <laughs> yeah. apart. Uh, this, is, this was trickier because you have to consider a lot more... Um, my my criteria going into this was something you have the films on here are either something that are unequivocally just awesome you know just undeniably a great movie from the very sure. first time you watch it and every time you watch it it stays good um some of these on here are th- are are films that have kind of earned my affection over the years <coughs> that i've revisited a lot like your I've kids had to Huh? <laughs> like my kids had to. Yeah. Yeah. They're still working on that. Uh, stuff that's earned my affection in the sense like the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, that was fine. And the more times I watch it, the better it gets and the more I appreciate it. And sure. The more like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's that hard tension between like recent ones that are fresh and you're like, oh, that's awesome. And right. ones that have had that time to like mature and grow. Right. Yeah. Uh, some of these are just amazing filmmaking like they're just inspirational like astonishing they're like just groundbreaking yeah, you don't film. care to watch over and over again but they just not necessarily blow you away either but way. they're yeah you just have to be acknowledged yeah. and then uh maybe even some of these you know make me feel like more of a complete person whoa <laughs> good lord really man what's your, what's your would you just tell us your number 10 so already? there's like an emotional <laughs> maybe, connection maybe yeah Right. Yeah, because there's Cause some on mine that are like, this is a freaking awesome movie, and there's some on mine that are like, that kind of changed my life. Right. Well, yeah, that's wow, what I art, hear art is supposed to make a connection and, and teach you something about the world or yourself, and this, I don't think every film does that, obviously. No. So this is a great space to recognize the films that really have done that. Yes. Yeah. Let's start so all that it. to say, my number 10, Bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> Bridesmaids yeah. is great. I kind that of was a nice great switch. Well done. Who doesn't Bridesmaids, like Bridesmaids? Is, is iconic. And it was instantly iconic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably the best comedy of the decade. If next, not of ne- all time. Next to Horrible Bosses. Am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck horrible yeah. Bosses is horrible hilarious. Bosses. <laughs> what Bethy? No. So bridesmaids no. deserves the respect of that's being. That's good. Yeah, that's no, the yeah. thing. Bethy was talking about how much she looked. Did you say you like bridesmaids or not, Bethy? Yes, I did. Okay, never mind. 
Okay. She was earlier. She's talking about how Ghostbusters is good. I but know. She's, she's over here queen. drawing Stussy S's and <laughs> practicing her signature <laughs> on her notebook. That's how I listen. Bethy loves. What's she gonna write? <laughs> she, she's writing her name. <laughs> <laughs> she's writing her name as Bethany Phoenix. Is that what that says <laughs> over and over? <laughs> Diggs. <laughs> Bethany, <laughs> Bethany Diggs. Diggs. <laughs> Miss yeah. Chocolate Candy. Bethany Chocolate Candy. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah, Bridesmaids. It's a great choice. It's a funny comedy. Surpri- it was one of those surprising movies where mm-hmm. you go and you think it's going to be a good time. You don't have any reason to doubt it's going to be a good time. But then you're like, dang, I didn't know that was going to be one of the funniest movies I've seen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it's it great in the box office, too. Yeah. yeah. Money. And there's something to say about comedies that you can watch over and over and you still laugh every time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris and Wick. That's like. Prem it's her time to shine. Yeah, and, yeah. and then McCarthy. after that, everybody, every time you see them in a movie that's not as good, you get yeah. mad. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right. you, can, was, you can do this better. This was oh, like Melissa, Melissa McCarthy's uh, reformation, if you will, into the comedy that she does now. Yeah, yeah. which is Josiah always says that she falls fall. down and farts. Fart and fall. <laughs> the fallen fart. Yeah, the old fallen fart McCarthy. It's funny, man. As if it yeah. name broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't think it's funny when people fall down? She is really funny. She poops in a sink, man. It's brilliant. <laughs> I don't like that scene, but you that's the best one. That sneeze at Jordan Almond <laughs> coming off my undercarriage. All right, Bethany Allen, you made this list. Hot take list. <laughs> what I'm is your like number I'm ten? I'm not sincere about my list, just because she's still writing right this I second. No, I'm not drawing. <laughs> I, at number 10, I have a Monster Calls. Oh. Yeah. I really liked it. I sobbed a lot in it. Is that the one with Liam Neeson's wooden booty? Yep. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you really? should. Because you didn't want to ruin the artwork in the book? No, that was Patrick. Oh, that, that was, was you who didn't want to But then I saw it, it and I, re- I was glad I watched it. Oh, okay. Uh, Tyler, did I got that Blu-ray, too, if you want to Did you read the book, with Yeah, I read the book. You can't borrow the Monster Calls Blu-ray unless you take it with Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch them both. Yeah. Two yeah. very different monsters. And it has to be a back-to-back screen. <laughs> to but Godzilla has to go first so you can't <laughs> punk out. <laughs> got it. Okay. Number 10 of Monster Calls. Yeah, good. That's, that's good. Good call, call Bethy. She's still drawing Stussy S's over here. Oh, I'm not. Lord. I drew one because I want to see if I can still do it. Still got it. She also of course, wrote, we all got it. She turned oh. it into the, the smile thing <laughs> with the bubble letters. I got a great You Hate Movie story about a Monster Calls. A bunch of us read that book and then we're going to see the movie like at different times. Uh, and I think Matt was the first person to see it. And uh, and then I was like, what do you think? I actually, don't tell me until I go see it. So then I go see it, and I come out of the theater. I'm like, hey, I just saw Monster Calls. And then he texts back just a text that said, big wooden butt cheeks. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Took me out of the movie, man. Is that no way. <laughs> Why'd they put that wooden crack in there? I didn't need that. I'm like, I know that. And I know that that's Liam Neeson in some, like, gray pajamas. And then, like, some artist is, like, VFXing, like, wood grain on his butt for months. Maybe somebody's got to do that job. That's like Tyler said, craftsmanship. Craftsmanship. It's the street people. Artistry. Yeah. All right, Abigail Porter. What is your tenth favorite movie of the last decade? We didn't get Bethany's criteria, did we? Oh yeah, Bethany, how'd you pick yours? <laughs> what uh, she could find on her phone yeah. in the twenty in minutes mi- before we started. Tell us in your microphone specifically. I uh, yeah, I just looked at each year. You said that. Remember, I told you at the beginning. No, no but I mean, not how you put the why why you picked. Why, why you pick those films? ones of why? that year? Well, I think it I think it dovetails into what um, Patrick said, but I also think it's watchability. Like for me, it's like if I was Take only to shelf. watch ten more, or if I was to watch ten movies for the rest of 
the next 10 years? Could I watch these and feel satisfied and moved and inspired and all those kinds of things? So I sort of thought about that. Mm. Okay. There you go. That's watchability is huge. important feature for me is watchability. Being able to watch it over and over again and feel things. Feel things. Burrs, how did you pick feel your top 10? What was the criteria for you? Um, it was... Um, was it good craftsmanship? Was I entertained the whole time? And uh, some of them are emotional connections, but not all of them. Okay. You'll tell us which. Because you said that some of these changed your life. Changed my life. Well, they at least changed your life in that they put the contents of the movie in your head where they weren't there before. Sure. Yeah. Yep, that'll do it. What's your number 10 of the last decade? My number 10 is Arrival. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was your number one that year. What year did that yeah. come out? 2017 or 18? 16. 16. Oh, long ago. Oh, dang. Arrival. Denis Villeneuve. There he is. And we rewatched it last year or something. Yeah. We revisited it and it was still great. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty emotional connection as well as just beautiful and a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is v- all that's those things. Kind of like some uh, well done sci fi that it's takes true. itself seriously. Um, my criteria uh, was, you know, the like Tyler said, you're looking at all these movies and you're like, oh, but I really love that. Do I really love that? Do I love it more than this thing? So at some point I had to use rewatchability as the axe that cut some of these because I wanted to put some on the list because I, I just thought they were really awesome. And then I was looking at other things that I was axing and going, but I, w- I saw that movie 10 times, you know, versus the one time I saw that in the theater eight years ago. So obviously I cared more about this other movie that I went out of my way to watch over and over and over again than I did about this one movie, even though it was very cool in the theater. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's not how I made every single decision, but that became the helpful uh, way to make the final cut on some of these. And it's a hard list to make. You follow me? You need something. So with that said, my uh, number 10 favorite movie of the decade was a 2011 movie called The Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was a good movie. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> this is it's, our, it's a very Josh list. So this far. list <laughs> is going to be all me, <laughs> y'all. The Muppets. The Muppets Most Wanted. Another Fly remake. All yeah. things that I. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, more it's just been Terminator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, How many Terminators came out this decade? All of those. I really like uh, the Muppet movies. Uh, a lot and to me I know that sounds like oh of course it's a Muppet movie but they they get bad and then they wore out their welcome for sure and I mean like Jim Henson's been dead for a long time so it's kind of like eh yeah they're still around and you kind of forget about them. I'm not such a loyalist that I was like oh my gosh I'm going to see Muppet Wizard of Oz and stuff those those are bad and I don't watch the TV movies and stuff but then it's really an interesting story that Jason Segel of all people (laughs) was like I really like this these characters so much that I'd love to basically write like a love letter to Muppets and put it in a movie that turned out to be really funny and entertaining and touching and if you like that if you like Muppets it was uh to me like a very great time at the theater to be super satisfied saying something that you love the Muppets it was good it was fun. that's good all right Patrick number nine Number nine for the decade. Here is um, uh, what I learned about myself. A little bit about myself. Oh, man, what a journey list. you've been on, Patrick. I know, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while over these past ten years. 
Uh, I like movies with a. I really care about the characters. A lot of these movies, I'm like, oh, I really like this one because of this character in it specifically. And so this is also me curating my list a little bit. But I put number nine as Deadpool Part 2. <gasps> oh, oh as opposed part. to Deadpool. Because of, of Cable? Uh, yeah, he was cool. <laughs> but uh, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool are like, uh, you know, great casting. Yeah. I love that comic book forever, and it was like an awesome thing for me to see. Yeah. But anyway, it's like I didn't. It's one of those things where like the first one and the second one are so similar. So you just pick one you like better, and then axe the first one to make room for other things. And that's how I've curated my list a little bit. Was this one in there just because of that funny Brad Pitt joke? That was part of. That's the what tipped it over. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that bit. But uh, and all that, I just love Deadpool too. I thought it was really funny. It's great. I still it's watch great. it and laugh a lot at it. Yeah, it's funny. It's hard to make a good sequel, and they did that. Yep. I hope they make more. Hats off. Matt Hughes, what's your uh, number nine? My number nine movie is from the year 2013, and it is a little movie <laughs> named About Time. Oh. oh. It's a great movie. It's a great right? It is. Yeah. It's, I think it's one, one of, of the best. greatest modern romantic comedies you know, yeah. it's it up is. there. It's up there in the pantheon with Sleepless in Seattle for me. You know, it's like it's really yeah. up there. I, I think it's great. Sure. I think that what's it's his name, General Hux, is so good. Dom Gleason. Dom Gleason's great. I agree. The movie's great, but I say it's actually a lot bigger than Sleepless in Seattle. Oh sure, yeah. just because it's sci-fi. It's a rom-com. It's a yeah. science fiction but it's romantic not just comedy. Romance. It's a lot more than that. Sure, it yeah. is. It's about like love for it's your children. It's a shockingly, and, like, shockingly it's astounding. You would movie. never think. You look at that and you go, okay, Domhnall Gleeson, great. Bill Nye, lovely. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, who, to be honest, I have an absurd crush on. So that helps she's, put it she's in my. Just wonderful. I yeah. mean, she's. Perfect, <laughs> and um, oh. and so yeah, and you look at that and you go, okay, great, it's gonna be nice, and then it is really heart wrenching and amazing, and it just asks a lot of hard questions, and mm -hmm. it did a lot of stuff, like good stuff when I was like thinking about being a dad, and um, yeah, what that what that meant to like love yeah. my kids unconditionally and forever. The life lesson you're you're you feel at the end is profound. Yeah. Yeah. Changed your life. It's a y the it's mechanism that sets the movie in motion. The premise of the movie is mm -hmm. really clever and original. Yep. But what's even more original is the way that it's imported into a setting and a genre that usually wouldn't contain totally. that idea. Or like, it would seem absurd or something. Right. Yep. It doesn't. And it doesn't seem absurd. You're like, okay, yeah, of course that makes sense. It's great. perfect. Yeah. yeah, loved it. It's a good movie. Continue to love it. I've watched it multiple times. Mm -hmm. it's, it's good. Great. Yeah. It's life changing. Man, everyone is just so over the moon with this, <laughs> these lists already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had Muppets. Did y'all hear that? Yeah, Muppets <laughs> is fine, but about time, man. About time. <laughs> All right, Tyler, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine is also from 2013. Uh, and that year, I only pulled out two titles. Whoa. A sparse out of the year. year. Out of that year, I only pulled two titles onto my, my first list. One was about time, yeah. And the other is a fairly unseen Robert Redford film called All Is Lost. All Is I Lost. I knew that was going to Oh shoot! Yeah. That's the one where he's just hanging out in the ocean all alone. Yes, that's great. That's right. exactly it. That's yeah. the entire. <laughs> that's film. the whole shebang. But it still manages to be shockingly good. It is. It's astounding. Yeah, but way better than it should be. It's, it's really riveting. Riveting. Way better than is it should be. Is there sharks? 
<laughs> you gotta watch it and see. Yeah. That you're thinking about. You're thinking about open uh, water. The Meg. Yeah, he gets. <laughs> the he eventually Meg. gets washed into a house, and there's alligators in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's not. It's it's simple and yet complex. Where you're left thinking about it, trying to figure it out forever. Hey, Robert Redford is great in it. He's great. He's great. Yeah. yeah. Isn't what he like is he not great in? He's very old. I mean, it was just from a few years ago, so he's still old. 70-something. And he oh. does so much with a... It's not a demanding role in terms of dialogue. He does very little talking at all. Very little. I think I was thinking Clint Eastwood, so but I don't think no, he's No, he's a very different person. They're different. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's, different one of the, it's one of these movies where it's just one person carrying the weight of the film the entire time. Much like Tom Hanks gets credit for in Castaway. There's a lot of carryout, a lot of similarities in yeah, Castaway. But Robert Redford is just, he, he, I don't know how he manages it. It's so good. It's completely captivating the entire time. Scientology. Scientology. Yeah. Great. It's the Thetans, man. Oh, they have wow, good for him. It's working. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's the real dude. <laughs> and this was one that just no one saw in theaters. I watched it at home. Just on a whim, not expecting much. I only watched it because you guys were going on about it. There was nothing good on TBS for you to watch that. Yeah, yeah. TBS was just doing reruns. Tyler was the first and to date only person that I met that saw it. Somehow it came up when we were early in our friendship, and we're like, "Oh, all is lost." (laughs) You watched that? We watched that. I still don't know other people that know watched it. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. A forgotten film. But now that we're talking about it on this episode, oh, it's going to blow up. Like the producers are going to, or the studio is going to see a spike in rentals. They're going to have to re- reprint the Blu-ray. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can just stream it on Netflix right now. It's great. All is lost. Bethy, mm. number nine. This is going to be disappointing to some, but I had the best time when I saw this movie. Why are you drawing Christmas trees now? And I have never. Can you please you? put your this pen is down? Personal. This is a personal This is space. Bethy's art therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was such a fun movie, and I could watch it a lot, and I laugh so hard every time I watch it. It is Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok. There it is. All right. We had a great time watching Thor Ragnarok. We were in that so fancy living room. Funny. It was great. I can think about it and start laughing. Josh That's was jumping on the couch at one point. He That's was having a, a blast. I did. I stood up on a table and started yeah. dancing. That's it was right. wild. I enjoyed it. I don't know how. We were the only on people list, in there. But there it is. You know, one of my favorite movie-going uh, experiences was watching that Thor Ragnarok with you guys at that moment because this is in the year of Movie Pass. Remember oh. we all had movie pass, okay. <laughs> and we yeah, get funny. to the theater, and it's like uh, Bethy realized she forgot her movie pass card and had to pay the eighteen dollar ticket. That was, and I think didn't we go around your birthday? <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> <by your laughs> oh no, that can't be right because it, it was, was the wrong really time funny. of year. It was funny. was funny. It was real funny. Anyway, we laughed. Number nine. It's great. Yeah, oh. nothing wrong with Ragnarok. Abby, what do you have at number nine? Did it change your life? Uh, nope. It's just really good. It's Blade Runner 2049. That is really good. Yeah, yeah Burrs. All right, Burrs. I'm really proud of you. I mean, I like good So movies. far, uh, you're double Denis Villeneuve, double side. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's two <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. And then Enemy is on there and Prisoners. And the, Fangirl. Yeah, that's an accident. But a good, that's Bayon? a good one. Scario. A happy, a happy accident. On there. Um, that's it's cool. Not. I'm glad that you like that so much. It's yeah, I really movie. did like it. Do. Because uh, a movie, uh, ordinarily, uh, Burrs has a pet peeve with slowness. 
even when it's like purposeful slowness. So if it's slow, it has to really win your affection to be slow. Yeah. That movie's real Here's slow. Here's the thing. I also love some of my favorite movies are really slow. But I think what it has to be is it has to be beautiful enough to be enticing when it's slow. It's like Drive? Yeah. 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 And Blade Runner. A lot of style. In yeah, Blade Runner movies. really does that. All right, uh, my number nine movie of the whole decade. We don't need that intro every time. No, I like it. Oh, every time. She is. Yeah, well, oh, wow, oh, she's getting mad. It's our podcast. We can do whatever <laughs> we want on it. Uh, was Creed. Yeah. Um, I like Creed. Freaking love Creed. Yeah, Patrick thinks that's too low. Look at him. It, that does seem a bit I low. I mean, it seems a bit low to me as well, yeah. <laughs> love Creed. Uh, like I said, these are hard lists to make. They are. Because um, the I other love, seven is just... I love all the Rocky movies. movies uh, and again, once again, like Muppets, gets to a point where you're like, oh, they got bad and then they got good again and then we were done. Like I remember feeling kind of annoyed that a new movie was coming out and the premise to me sounded just like a, a cheat to get another movie. Like now we're going to see about this guy. and uh, But of course I'm going to go see it because it's a Rocky movie. And, man, not only was I uh, really in love with the movie as a Rocky movie, um, I was really profoundly moved by it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was inspired. Um, and I was like, man, this guy made a, another Rocky movie this good, Ryan Coogler. And it, you know, afterwards learning that he had grown up watching Rocky movies with his dad. So he made this movie as a gift to his dad as a tribute to him and it's about fatherhood and uh you're like oh it makes it it plays like a dude who really loves these characters and this story and wanted to say something profound with it instead of just like the studio wanted some more money out of this franchise because that's what creed 2 was yeah <laughs> that's a little more in that direction <laughs> so that's creed and i revisit it uh almost annually um and feel re-inspired when i yep. watch it it's great like on a, mm. as a human Soundtrack is good too. Sure, Tessa Thompson's near perfect as an actress. You like her too. She's amazing. Uh, Rachel McAdams apparently is perfect. Yep. And Tessa, Tessa Thompson's near perfect. Near perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're learning Matt's list here. <laughs> <laughs> Different list. <Yeah>. Patrick, <laughs> it's laminated. Number eight. Number eight of the decade. <laughs> hey, what's your fa- number eight movie of the decade? I heard it. <laughs> uh, Logan. Logan, Logan. Yeah. yeah, this is another character one because I think Hugh Jackman is uh, Logan is just an inspiring uh, take on the character. For but sure. this was like the one movie that it was not perfect, but like ninety five percent just awesome. Yeah, feels like vindication for him. It He's really been does. playing this character for so long and been doing such a good job, but not getting in a ton of great movies. Yeah, with it, and, and to get one of, that's like. Mwah. Yeah, that's part of why I put it on here. It's just the chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Just feels kiss. like a great finale for him because he yeah. like hung it up and yep. ended on such a great yeah. note. And so you care a lot about Hugh, you know. You He's guys have a deeper freaking relationship. amazing. That's He's right. good, peoples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Logan, great movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. My number eight of the decade is a little movie from 2014 named Paddington. Paddington. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I freaking love Paddington, yeah. you guys. It's because it's English too. Yeah, nice. again, I grew up like reading those books I mean, and watching good. like that 
really rinky-dink cartoon they used to have and laughing about all the hijinks Paddington would get into. Marmalade. And it's just, it's great. Hey, let me ask you this. Yeah. What made you choose Paddington over Paddington 2, which many people find even better than the original? What year did Paddington 2 come out? I don't know, last year, year before last? Yeah. 2018, because I had a movie I liked more from 2018. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> See, because I have that funky right. list. So, like, there's stuff where I probably would have put Arrival on my list, but it came out the same year as a different movie in 2016 that I liked more than Arrival, so That's Arrival right. didn't make it. Arrival doesn't need to be on the what list. What a puzzle. Okay. Right, here's why Arrival would have been on my list, because it's one of the two movies that made me that decide and about to time. have a, um, to pursue having a third child. Uh. Got so it. it was kind of okay. important. It's getting changed real my life. Podcast. Deeply impactful. Changed my life. But the other movie from 2016 is more raw. So Paddington 2 has uh, Hugh Grant as a, a bad guy. funny villain. I know. He's very funny. <laughs> but yeah, I love Paddington. I think it's great. I, don't, I think it's one of those movies where if I am in any situation and Paddington is on the TV, I would happily sit down and watch it and enjoy myself thoroughly. That's that might nice. be... Pa- Paddington and Paddington 2 might be the movies that earn the... Uh, term charming yeah more than other movies yeah. i can think of they're just really like they're oh good. man that's nice yeah look at that little bear look at that little bear it just makes me go buy some marmalade just to like i freaking love marmalade man marmalade sandwiches are good mm-hmm. i went into it oh. all right oh, tyler do you have any i'll take you what is your <laughs> what is your age <laughs> the, give them these guys a second i know but we're gonna help them get out of the marmalade for no mm. let them finish did you buy it with the peel in or without the peel in had the peel in. oh yeah that's the best kind does that make it bitter yeah it was a little too bitter for me no, it's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Get that little orange right in there, a little bit crunchy. Mm, tart. Is that another chef's kiss? Yeah. Wow. No, that was more of like num, a num 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 num. num. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tyler, what was your eighth favorite movie of the day? <clears throat> the whole decade? I feel like I need to preface this one. You go. often do. Do I? Yep. <laughs> well, I you're, like a pre- to, you're a prefacer. I like to add a little fanfare <laughs> to the thing, you know? Oh. Add a little anticipation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one is, this one's kind of a, uh, comes out of nowhere, in my opinion compared to the rest of these movies being listed so far. Unlike Paddington? Unlike <laughs> Paddington. Paddington is, is you know, popular and well-recognized. This one uh, is a Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams movie from 2010. I freaking love that movie. And it's another one that no one saw, but when I finally did see it, was just, it was, I was just, it was just astonishing. And maybe, maybe it's all this conversation about um, marriage story that mm-hmm. got me angry that everyone loves marriage story and they have no idea about blue valentine about blue valentine which is the film that deserves all the acclaim that marriage story is getting is that the one with a god-awful song from it where ryan gosling is singing it i don't know hold up is it the one where he's the poster is him laying in a bed (laughs) no no Blue oh, no, Valentine. Blue Valentine is a story of him and Michelle Williams meeting as young single people in New York, and who eventually grow up to start a family together. And it's about their marriage coming undone. It's what Marriage Story is, but, but good. significantly better right. and heartbreaking and profound. It's good. It's very good. I'm Every a time I watch I didn't it, have it on my list. Every time I watch it, I think, why is, why is this so unknown? Why is it so unknown, Tyler? I don't know, man. It's what did very it open good. against when it opened? I don't have, I don't have any idea. It was very Quick, to the internet. The weekend it came out. Yeah, find it out. 
That's um, a long time ago. I saw it by myself in a theater. It was a million dollar budget. Ooh, that is very low. In a in a page of image search results for Blue Valentine, I'm getting <laughs> Will Smith as the genie. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, foreshadowing to Matt's list. Yeah, the live <laughs> action Aladdin, number at. one. <laughs> live action Lion King, number two. Live action Jungle yeah. Book. Number well, anyway, three. this is just one of those movies you feel. Good. Every time you watch it, you feel it. It hurts. Yeah. And it's really good. I agree. Well, I didn't see it. You should. <laughs> you should. I ain't seen it neither. You should. Okay. You should. All I'll right. buy it. Bethany Allen, what's your eighth favorite movie of the decade? Um, I wouldn't say this one is like... Um, I don't know. I I put Spotlight. Um, hey, hey. Okay. I no, no, no. Own it. Come on. Be more That's confident. That's weird because that movie wasn't good. Ooh. Confident. Oh, no, wait. Spotlight's that... I thought it was newspaper good. story. It's, a, it's yeah. about the globe breaking the, the Catholic, Catholic Church. Church scandal. Again, I like that it's historical-ish. Like yeah, they broke that scandal and it just dried right up, huh? Didn't har- carry on at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic Church stopped. Yeah. yeah. No more pedo priests. Brilliant. I just feel like it's a good piece of. It's a good. You're art, right. It is. Yeah. It is. Like, Bethany. You're correct. It's Bethany. telling a good story that we, we need to know about. Yeah. Yes. And the casting was good. It's an excellent yeah. dramatic. Rachel McAdams. Piece of, man, what's what's not to like? Wow, she's showing up a lot so far. It's a bit man, dull. Uneventful. Wait till Sherlock comes up. <laughs> I love how <coughs> movies like that capture the old school uh, newspaper rooms where they're like, two thousand one. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, pre, yeah, pre really like widespread <laughs> internet. Yeah, like they have to go places and talk to people. That's true. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I yeah. like that. They couldn't just tweet them. Going around with yeah. notepads, yeah. actually writing things yeah. down. I guess I kind of remember some of it. It was so boring. <laughs> now Mark Ruffalo got wigged out because one of them dirty priests lived around the corner. Uh-huh. That wasn't Mark Ruffalo. Who was that? The other guy. Are there Michael any? Keaton? Were there no, any the Muppets in it? Or no? <laughs> there are no <laughs> Muppets in that guy? movie at all. There was. The other guy. There were three guys. The <laughs> nameless, the unrecognizable. Oh my gosh, you guys guy. are spoiling the movie. Oh, okay. Peter Files. Abby, what was your eighth favorite movie <laughs> of the uh-huh. decade? My number eight is The Revenant. Uh-oh. Oh, The Revenant. Oh, that was uh, even more boring I than. I never saw yeah. that. <laughs> Josh is going to get upset with that one. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get upset. And uh, I saw I'm not upset. long after the hype. I don't remember how much longer. It's an impressive film. You were doing the punk rock thing where you're like. Uh, Months before seeing it, going, I'm gonna like it. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, and here she is. And years later, she's, she's sticking to her, her guns. You yeah. married a lady of conviction. You yeah. take that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good film. It's you definitely hear a lot of people talk about right. natural light, and a lot of people talk about how he ate a liver, and nobody talking about how it was an interesting story. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting story. What was it? And it was. What was the story? Moving. He had to. Well, was no, no, let, let Burrs tell the story. <laughs> I don't remember. See? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. He, he was going on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> going on a mission. He was riding on a horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe. Wow. You wow. Oh, yeah, I guess right. Yeah, he was riding yeah, on a horse. There is a part with a horse. He was, like, saving a family. Mm, no, nope. that's like the searches with John Wayne. Yeah, it was good. That's true. Do you guys remember the one cool scene in the movie? The bear. Yeah, when the bear messed him up. That was cool. There's a lot of cool scenes. There's a few cool scenes. If it had been more like Crawl and just him with bears in the snow, (laughs) (laughs) I would have been into it. Wait, isn't that that Liam Neeson movie where there's wolves and he crashes a plane? That movie's great. The The gray. gray. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. That's just Crawl, but with snowy wolves. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. Number eight, The Revenant. The Revenant. <laughs> That's great. that is. Great, Abby. Not great defending it, but good choice. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> it doesn't I love matter. Films That's I love. Always I don't have to up. defend it. <laughs> it's on my list. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, but is. it makes for a boring podcast if you don't. Yeah, if you it. just say your list and don't argue, the, that's the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> the argue part is the part people like. We have t-shirts that say "Watch movies, argue." They, I guess they should just say "Watch, watch movies." Watch yeah, movies. movies. <laughs> <laughs> Remember some of them. <laughs> I did argue. That's true. You did. Yeah. Hers uh, would just say "Like movies." Yeah. My like number eight was. Uh, <laughs> it's your choice. <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War. I put it in here because uh, is there's a lot of Marvel movies in the decade. Um, you miss what the Iron Man, Hulk, and Iron Man Two, and then the rest of them, right? All in there. Are all in there, and I kind of went back and forth on the first Avengers movie as being like a pinnacle Marvel movie. Uh, you only get a few Avengers though. You, you get, get the, a few of them. The main six. Yeah. Uh, for or Winter Soldier is is my favorite Marvel movie, but when I was making a, of the decade in moments, I just felt like the experience that I had seeing a, Avengers in theater was one of the great movie experiences in a movie theater. But Infinity War felt like even it was like a juiced up because there had been all so many more movies going into it in a long time investment, and you knew it was going to be good, and there was so much payoff, even more payoff. So I felt my way to honor Marvel Studios, who I love deeply, was to represent Infinity War as my Marvel choice in my top ten of the decade. Yeah, number eight, uh, Avengers Infinity War. Patrick, what do you have at number seven? Number seven, I have uh, Hereditary. God, I freaking love Hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hereditary... <laughs> We did. Did we do an episode on this one? Nope. No, because we couldn't without ruining it. We talked a lot about it in the top yeah, tens. Yeah, yeah. So I just it was one that scared me <laughs> deeply, and I thought the story was is like we talk about occasionally, like a good horror movie or sci-fi movie that has something behind it more than just cheap scares or whatever. Yes. There's like something, a great story that's like really well acted. Tony uh, Collette. Yeah, it's great. So it's just I just love Hereditary. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't argue with that. Matt, what's your number seven? My number seven is a movie from the year 2010, and it is Black Swan. Interesting. Nice. I love Black Swan. Freaking awesome, dude. Darren Aronofsky makes cool movies. Yeah, he does. He really does. He made that. He made Noah. He made Mother. He made all kinds of stuff that I like that is good, and this one is cool because it is... I think I enjoy this one a lot because people will see it and then try to argue that it's not a horror movie because, you know, they're trying to be like high art about it. And they're like, oh, no, it's just like amazing. And I'm like, no, it's It's a horror movie. She turns into a freaking (laughs) demon bird. (laughs) Like, how are you going to say it's a psychological thriller? No, she got she's ripping her fingernails out. It's brilliant. It seems I mean, like if it came out now, people would be less afraid to yes, admit because that it was, if it this was, was like 24. Right. This was pre-horror renaissance, so mm-hmm. everyone still had to like pretend like to like horror meant that you couldn't possibly be intelligent or have a nuanced yeah. opinion on movies because it was like base. Mm-hmm. It's like coming liking, out of, alongside Saw movies. Yeah, exactly. It's like saying that you know you enjoy literature and also Stephen King. People are like oh, you can't possibly. I'm like no, they're both good. Um, yeah, I just think it's fantastic. 
and I have watched it multiple times since 2000. I remember seeing it in theaters. It was amazing. And I've watched it a number of times since then. And every time, I think every time I've watched it, I've watched it with someone who hasn't seen it before. That's and great. it's always so fun to just, just be aware of how much discomfort is happening as stuff just goes bananas with them and just be like, this is going to get even weirder. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Tyler, what do you have? Go ahead and give us the preface. Number seven. Number seven, <laughs> I chose because it really uh, haunted me, as as I like to say. You love a haunt. Uh, this is a film. This is a, oh, a man, very unique. <laughs> Do you like haunted houses at Halloween time? Uh, sure. Whatever. <laughs> what about a haunted house? And then something came home with you and haunted your house. <laughs> so would you, continue talking. Would you me. let me get on with this? Goodness. I wish you freaking would. I'm waiting on you oh, now. Okay. Goodness. This was a very unique, unexpected film from 2017 that really haunted me. A ghost story. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. funny. See, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is. Like, that. I, I can't not think about that film and not be, like, happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's one of those you're glad it exists. I'm so yeah. glad it exists. It's great. Ghost it's story really good. is really good. Yeah. And it's just gotten better over time. Watched it again. Loved it. It's great. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. really good. I'm just so glad that he chose that form to be the central image of the movie. Right. It would be stupid if it was anything else. Yeah. What if he was like a force ghost or something like That's that? That movie would suck. The whole movie would if you suck. could see his face yeah. at all, it would be absurd. Yeah. 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 The but one you get is perfect. The The amount we went on about how great Lighthouse was for the risks it took creatively, I feel like ghost stories did similar yeah, thing very similar in a, yeah. in a totally different direction right great she's the really good. agreed <laughs> <laughs> bethany what'd you put at number seven i put chappy oh yeah, yeah girl yeah I like you go chappy. sleep now yeah <laughs> <laughs> well done i like chappy a lot that's awesome always have from the first viewing to the last. And then you became a huge D'Antward fan after that. Huge. That's That's almost all you Can't listen be. to now. What? Just blasting D'Antward She right pulled up <laughs> with that. She's got a D'Antward tattoo. She's and got that uh, subwoofer in her car so she can just blast D'Antward. A hundred percent. She's got Ninja's face tattooed on her butt. And you got Yolandi's haircut. We need to update that's your right. uh, <laughs> picture on it the website. That's right. You got those so short good. bangs. It is so good. <laughs> <laughs> bangs. Baby bangs. Abigail, what's your number seven of the decade? My number seven is Inside Out. <laughs> well, why, is he, why are you laughing? For a second, in my head, I couldn't remember what Inside Out was, and I thought you were talking about the Jordan Peele movie, Get Out, and I was like, oh, okay. But then I remembered it was a cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. I forgot about that movie. I only put one animated movie on here. And, and it's this one? Yeah, I think that's my favorite of the decade. Yeah. It's very clever. It's clever. It's a good Pixar movie for it's sure. Good. Yeah, what if feelings had feelings? Yeah. That's it? That's it. <laughs> that out. that was the pitch meeting. I thought Inside Out was just okay the first time I saw it, but then I ended up rewatching it a dozen times with small children. And the more I, th- it definitely appreciates, I was like, oh, this, thoughtful. Is, this is a lot more sophisticated than I gave it credit for, sure. for the first yeah. time. What, Bethany, what do you think about Inside Out? Do you ever see it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I think the interesting thing about Inside Out is I didn't like it as much as other people liked it. Mm. I had a harder time. I liked it but a lot. But you love emotions. Yeah. yeah. I liked it a lot. It wasn't that I didn't like it a lot, but I heard people were crying and stuff, and I was like, I didn't feel moved to cry. 
I don't know. I couldn't figure out. Oh, I don't cry at it at all. I don't feel. I don't feel I even remotely bad for this little girl that had to move from one nice house to another. Kids. I but think the broccoli. It's wonderful. All the yeah. Yeah. So she, she had, she had so to eat hard. vegetables. Boo freaking who? Go play but hockey. But it's a good movie. It's a really clever well, concept. The, I think it's a great movie. The big issue with Inside Out tends to be, at least for our our age uh, range, is yeah. who to relate to: the kid or the parents. It works better if you relate to the adults. Yeah, it does. It's at least more moving. Even if you're if not you yeah. uh, a, ch- a child-bearing person, a sure. person who has born them. Right. My number seven uh, of the decade is Denis Villeneuve's Prisoners. Ooh, good one. Which Tyler can't handle, so he refuses Tyler can't to handle watch. That one. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Why? You, you can't handle it. He can't handle it. He's well, scared. He's, he confessed he's like with tears in his eyes. It's like Josh and Neon Demon. He okay. can handle that. You. Uh, <laughs> Neon Demon. No, no, I want Neon to see it. I've, I've, I've gone actually looking for it in the last few years to try and find it. We have it. Josh has it on Blu-ray. Well, great. You have to look very hard. You got to give it You can't handle it. Any movie I, you need to see. I remember saying no to seeing it in theaters because I didn't want, for whatever reason, that particular no, there was a specific conversation. We were sitting in an office together, and I said, let's go see this movie. Yeah. It looks cool. He goes, is that the one where the little girls get abducted? I go, yeah. He's like, I don't think I want to watch yeah. that right now. And that was the end of the conversation. Yeah. I, I wasn't in. I just couldn't. I wasn't emotionally prepared for it that day. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll have to watch another time. I understand that. It is heavy. I can honor that. Thanks. You should watch that. Um, yeah. This was the first uh Denis Villeneuve movie I saw and I wasn't aware of him or his previous work and it was similar to me as the first time I saw the movie Seven by David Fincher and remember thinking like I was immediately struck by the style the visual style and yeah. the tone and it felt it feels very much like a director movie like someone had a vision and they executed a very singular vision and it felt similar to David Fincher in a lot of ways but original yeah, um, it has Hugh Jackman, which is the always performances are great. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal does, so I think, my favorite performance of his in Prisoners. It's a really dark, upsetting movie, really brooding and long and drawn out. Uh, it was a huge surprise. I just thought it looked kind of neat, but it was probably not going to end up being that great. And I was blown away. So I put Prisoners at number seven. Yeah, Patrick. What is your sixth favorite movie of the decade? Well, speaking of brooding and upsetting, number six for me is Bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All Bridesmaids. Right. You got us. Yep. Thanks, Bethy. Yeah, that's a good joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not either of those things. Yeah, what a great movie, though, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's one of, it's my, uh, that and the original Ghostbusters are my favorite comedies of all time. And so oh. we just watched uh, the extended version of Bridesmaids recently mm-hmm. where there's like a whole scene where she's going to meet a guy to go on a date. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So imagine your surprise when they announce that they're going to make another Ghostbusters movie, your favorite comedy of all time, but with the creative team behind Bridesmaids, your other favorite comedy of all time. <laughs> Boy, you must have been in hog heaven watching that movie. I was very, movie. very excited. <laughs> That's why we liked it, huh, bud? No. <laughs> Man, it was terrible. <laughs> Well, some things just don't work out. No, but we still have bridesmaids. We still have bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. Matt, what's your number six? Bridesmaids. (laughs) No way. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I think it's great. It's up there. Same same as Patrick. I love 
I love it. It's hilarious. I can't ever watch it without laughing. For me, the holy trinity of comedy is probably Ghostbusters, Bridesmaids, and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Wow. That's true. They're like the three greatest, funniest uh, movies I've ever. That'd be a great, great argument to have. Study. The greatest comedy movies of all time? Well, the modern comedies. Sure. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Yeah, I just think every like it's so quotable. It's so funny. I'm always thinking about someone handing me a cup of lemonade, and I haven't got a cup holder in my car. Right. <laughs> that's a good. That's oh a God, good that's trinity. Good. But you're forgetting Borat. What is this? Yeah. Borat is his Borat own thing. Borat can replace Ghostbusters for sure. No, no, stop. don't be silly. Stop. No. Borat's right. great. Borat I love is Borat. great. Yeah. Where did that come out? <laughs> that was like 2004 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, what's your number six? Uh, my number six is Spotlight. Yeah. Uh, that was a film I watched the first time and went, yeah, I guess that was good. I think I understood what's happening there. And then I watched it again and I yeah. started to understand it more. And I think I've watched that movie five or six times, honestly. It's a lot of spotlight. That, it a is a lot of spotlight. spotlight. But there's something about it that's like oddly like comforting and encouraging to me. I don't know. It's like one of those movies you just put on when you just want something comfort food movie is your comfort food movie a spotlight which is weird i know but i i have like a uh a a soft spot for these films where people are taking risks and you know everyone's like what's what's wrong with you don't you you're never gonna succeed and oh sure enough hey good for you you did Mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo isn't it so what are you talking about just watch he's not the character that he was describing Leave Schreiber no not him there's lots of characters John in Slattery it. yes no not John Slattery no <laughs> it's the other guy with the mustache he's describing Stanley Tucci no god dang it <laughs> <laughs> that's Tom like Hanks, the whole cast the other reporter alongside the other male reporter alongside Mark Ruffalo he's okay. a no name oh okay. he's nobody that's why we don't know his name right Bethy's just sinking further into the couch the more <laughs> this goes on. Uh, but I think all around it is a very smart, very well-made, very interesting film. But that's only... I've only gotten there with time. It's earned my affection. Mm. I only Kay. saw it once. That's what you were talking about earlier. It earned, earned yeah. a spot. Right. Bethany Allen, number six of the decade. Uh, I put Joker. Oh. I respect that. Feel like I wanted to put it on my list. Yep. You felt like you wanted to, and then you did. Yep. I uh, honestly kept looking up and down my list and wanting to put Joker somewhere in there, as it was my favorite of 2019. But I, c- I had a hard, a hardest time finding a place for any 2019 movies because a lot of them I've only seen once, some sure. twice, uh, compared to some of these other ones I've seen ten times or something. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe this list like would change. It was brilliant enough. It just shot right to the. I respect that. List. I respect it. It's great. Abby, what is your number six of the decade? Six? Five? No. Six. six. Oh. Six. Uh it's Dallas Buyers Club. What? This list, I you're I'm not expecting any of these. These are great. Sure. Oh. <laughs> Dallas Buyers like Club. Pleasantly surprised? I didn't think it was that great, but sure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I revisited it recently. I watched it a month or two ago. and mm, So it's fresh. Yeah, it's really fresh. And I saw it a long time ago. And those performances are outstanding. The story is really good. 
I really like it a lot. Won a lot of awards. All right, huh? all right, all right. It won awards. I don't remember. He yeah. he won best award. actor for it got sure. Got a lot of attention anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I know what's his um, Jared Leto. Also the Joker. Let's also the Joker. Bethany's uh, movie. Uh, she just uh, uh. What? <laughs> She's talking about Jared Leto's Joker. I yeah. Know. She was. Bethy, you meant to say Suicide Squad. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> That's a trash sheet. I didn't Absolutely see Suicide not. Squad yet, but I bet it might be in my top ten. <laughs> Matt, did you watch Justice League yet? I'll let you borrow that. Nah, movie. man, I still got it. I ain't, I can't bring myself to waste that much time. That's yeah. real Speaking bad. Speaking of Josh's number six. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't. <laughs> no, we weren't at all. It's Aquaman. My number six movie of the decade was Jurassic World. Yeah. Jurassic Park's my favorite movie. Uh, the Jurassic Park sequels are bad. I wish that they weren't. Two is bad. Three is bad. A lot of time goes by and four is on the horizon. There's no reason in the world to think it won't be bad. And then it wasn't bad. It was the opposite of that. Yep. It was good. And I've since watched it probably ten times or something like that. And it gets better the more I watch it. I really, really enjoy it. It feels like a Jurassic Park movie. Makes you feel better about the bad movies that come in between. To me, it's kind of like you could just have Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and you'd have a nice story together. Yeah, it's very satisfying. Love it. I'm sure I'll be watching it for many, many years. So I put it at number six. Mm -hmm. Patrick, what's your number five? Number five, uh, it's a Marvel movie. And it's not the only one on my list. But let me tell you this about me and the Marvel movies. Because I like them. You know, like this past decade, we're watching movies all the time, you know? Going to the theater and all. Usually the people in this room. It's the premise on which this episode is built. It's the premise on what most of our lives are built. Some of my most fond movie-going experiences is watching these Marvel movies because of the hype and expectation. So that's why... And we usually get a decent group together to go watch them. Mm-hmm. That's why I and your movie buddy, which is usually me. Yeah, that's true. I just really love these movies. So my number five is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's a good one. Nice. I had that. Well, <laughs> you had that was it. A great you took intro it off, to but you had it. <laughs> what is almost just straight up comedy right. into the Marvel that's Cinematic great. Universe. It's mm-hmm. great. But it's a great little sci-fi movie that's huge, but also fits in its own world. And then like movies are trying to replicate it. You know, well, for sure. sure. Yeah. After yeah. that. They were tripping over each other to yeah. copy Guardians of the Galaxy. They really, yeah. really changed some things. See, Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. Did a bad job. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, great movie. Guardians rules. Good job. And let us all acknowledge fantastic title card. Really great title card. Great title card. Uh, uh, Matt, what's your number five? Number five is a movie from the year 2012, and it is The Dark Knight Rises. It's a great movie. So I love great. That movie. So great. Bane's so good. We had so much fun years continuing to make fun of how he talks. <laughs> it was great. I love it. It's so fun. How do you how do you do all that stuff at the end? It doesn't seem like he'd have time. <laughs> Who knows? He's just <laughs> hanging out in a cafe in Italy with her now. What's going on? It's wonderful. It I love great. it. I love it. I actually it. went back and revisited Dark Knight Rises this year. I think just because it was the anniversary of The Dark Knight and we had watched that. So I was like, might as well finish this trilogy and watch it. And it was much better than I remembered it being. It appreciates for sure. Yeah, it really does. I thought that this, here's a controversial statement, that watching it again, Bane was as interesting a villain, if not in some ways a little more so. 
than the Joker was in The Dark Knight. Very different. For sure. But he, like the Joker, steals the movie away. Where you're like, I just want to know what Bane's doing. Yeah, man. And he has a well-rounded backstory. And I think it's cool because... And a well-rounded back. Well-rounded. So freaking swell. Turtle back. And I think it's cool because the Joker's been done so many times. So Heath Ledger's Joker is exceptional, but it's one in a pantheon of cool iterations of the Joker. But Bane, for most... Certainly for me, I think... I'd seen him a little bit in the animated series. I was aware of like, you know, he broke Batman's back in the on that comic, famous comic book cover. But I was like, that's I didn't know a ton about him. So to see this more unknown villain yeah. be played out by an actor who I think is awesome, I was like, man, this is cool. Yeah, he he is awesome. And Tom Hardy's Bane comes second only to the Bane in Batman and Robin with Arnold and George Yeah, Clooney. that movie rules. Yeah. He yeah. wears a little hat and drives around. a limo yeah. and just goes, bird. <laughs> His veins are popping out. Yeah. Right, because he gets the venom put in him yeah. that also turns Uma Thurman into poison ivy. Yeah. yeah. He's her sidekick, her henchman. Yeah. Tyler. He's a super soldier. What's your fifth favorite halfway point? Of the Number decade. five of the Stakes decade. Stakes are so high now. For me, comes from, oh, brother, what year was that? 2017, Blade Runner 2049. Mm. Yep. Which was your favorite of that year. Right. Unexpected favorite. And you had watched it that day. I watched Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 that day for the very first time. What a good day. It was a, it was a, a wild day. That's yeah. a long uh, day yeah. of movies. Those it was a long space movies. day. It was a long day, yeah. Super space day. But Super crummy space amazing. dystopia. <laughs> what a well-made film. A friend of mine has the, um, like the gallery, photo gallery from the shoot and from the making of, like one oh, of those like really the nice art of Blade Runner, Runner yeah, coffee table cool. book. And I, I got lost in that for like an hour one time because it's so good. Wait, like, of 2049? Yeah, just looking yeah. at it. Sounds like you need it on your bookshelf. So you I can just need to get it, yeah. Great so movie. ignore just looking at life yeah just, just looking, looking at, at stills from the film <laughs> so beautiful yeah man isn't it cool that that dude took uh this is a rare and beautiful thing but he made a sequel to a movie that wasn't nest in want of a sequel and wasn't even a high demand franchise and no. he managed to just do something that was built on the same premise but is a standalone movie and i don't know he did a really good job yeah. he's an impressive filmmaker yeah he's good at stuff Speaking of impressive filmmakers, Bethy, mm-hmm. what's your number five? I'm sure a d- an impressive filmmaker was at the helm. Completely. I have about time as number five. Oh. Yeah, girl. I could watch that movie a million times, uh-huh. and I love it every time. Would every you, time. Would you uh, get with Domhnall Gleeson? Um, you'd have lovely uh, red-headed children. You'd, you'd, have, you'd, you know, you'd be matched. Continue that Maybe gene we'd on. counteract you'd be, each other. And you'd be, be like equally yoked. No, because you got that recessive gene, so you know if you're getting it down, you're getting those ginger babes. Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm open, so if he wants to call me, he can. Yeah, okay. You heard it here, Domnall. I think Dom he got a little bit swole for His like His name hugs, is like a little know? bit weird. Domnall? You could just call him Dom. It's just harder for me to say. Domnall. <laughs> well, if you say it like that. His dad's sure. called Brendan. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson. A hundred times more normal. He's a great yes. actor. He was in In Bruges with Colin Farrell. It's very funny. I loved In Bruges. Oh, it's great. That's Domhnall Gleeson's dad. Really? Oh. Brendan Gleeson. He's Weird. also in Paddington too. He's the chef in the prison. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Harry Potter yeah. guy. And he's in... Yes, he is uh, Mad-Eye Moody. You're right. Crazy Isn't Domhnall Gleeson in that movie? In Paddington 2. You're thinking of Peter Rabbit. 
Yes, yeah. you are thinking of Peter <laughs> Rabbit. He's Farmer McGregor. Well, he's Farmer McGregor's grandson. Speaking of Abby's strange takes on movies, what's your number five of the whole decade? It's not strange at all. It's Joker. Oh. There you go. Joker. Which... I've seen that. I know that... uh, Me too. It hasn't had a long time to sit, but I have a feeling that'll still be... I have a feeling you're right. Yep. It's a great movie. It'll still be good. Uh, My number five movie of the entire decade was Hereditary. Um, I think that maybe Hereditary will end up being one of my favorite horror movies. Uh, Few horror movies, when you see a whole lot of them, and you like them even if they're not scary or even Uh if they don't shock you to your core, you just kind of enjoy that genre when it's done even remotely well. Uh, Most of the time, at least me, since I've seen so much, and they all kind of borrow tropes from each other, you go, that was cool, I liked it, and then you go home, but... For me, Hereditary shocked me to my core. I was horrified and not expecting it to be so intense. Um, and I love it when a movie does that. And Toni Collette is awesome. She's great. She's such yeah, a fantastic so actress. Good. It's like, a, I don't know, it's almost like, oh, she's in there, so that's probably going to be pretty good, at least with the <laughs> scenes that she's in. And I feel like she brought her... Aest of A games to Hereditary. Yeah, the story. most powerful scenes are her scenes. Yep. Sure. Yeah, Mike uh, Mike Jensen, who's on the show sometimes, he gets so mad at people when they say they weren't scared of it. <laughs> he left the theater. He says they're lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Patrick, what's your number four? My number four is uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. It's a great, great yeah. movie. You know, my movie going experience, I was sitting beside Bethany and she asked me <laughs> if the shield was magical. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair That's question. That's a valid question. But this one's great because we've had like first Avenger and then he was in Avengers and those were great. But we were like, this isn't really like what we would expect to see out of Captain America in a comic book. And then in the opening scene of this movie, it's like, oh, now we get it. It's like he's the... He's awesome. He's awesome. He can like fly around without really flying around, but it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a really sophisticated spy espionage Mm -hmm. thriller. Really good writing. They really, that's when Marvel Studios took it up a whole nother notch and was like, oh, they're going to make like. Yeah, and they made some good choices. Yeah. Let's get these guys to keep making the movies. They knew it. Yeah. They were like, oh, these brothers seem to know something. Let's let them direct everything that matters in our universe. (laughs) So, Winter Soldier. Matt, what do you got at number five? You mean number four? Wait, no, what do you got at number four? You already told us number five. Yeah, number Why four. Why do you keep going on about number five? I don't know. I, I asked for four. four. My number four movie is from 2015, and it is Creed. Creed. <laughs> love, love Creed. Nice. So good. Love it. I love those Rocky movies. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of them when I was a kid, but boy, did I sneak them when I could. And so, yeah, I was inspired by creed it's probably one of the first times in my life i've actually like chosen to try and pursue anything close to health so (laughs) it's true man i was just like a freaking schlubby fat guy and then i was watching creed and i was like shoots man michael b jordan you saw you observed your body transforming as you were watching yeah i was like oh shoot so i'm gonna put down this piece of pizza and i'm gonna go for a jog because michael b jordan does and he was cold in philadelphia i was warm it was easy for me yeah, I think it's amazing. It's great. This is a great movie. Truly great movie. Tyler, do you have a truly great movie at number four? Or a bad one? That's a good one. You Are think? you sure? At number four for the decade, Mad Max Fury Road. Well, that is a good one. Yep. 
That is a good one. That was unexpected, too. It's a lot better than Spotlight. No one saw that one coming down the road. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do you do it? Are you, Are you thinking about him before we get to you? Yeah, did you? Did oh, you, man, and they it, just come to me. In his notes, he's got quips next to each one. Puns. <laughs> That's part of why it took so long yeah. to write his list. It's true. It's true. No one saw it coming down the road. Yeah. It really... <laughs> I'm trying to come up with another. It's really, really it is a wild horns. ride. <laughs> it is a wild ride. Uh, it's it's I, we've we've done full episodes about it before, and then we all um, celebrated it in 2015. Best of. It's just it's great. It's hard it's hard to find anything wrong with it. it might be one of the greatest spectacle movies ever made. For sure. Sure. Bethany, what do you have at number four? I have Les Mis at number four. Ooh, the Hugh Jackman one? Mm-hmm. I've I never seen that. not fantastic. Amanda Seyfried and Russell Crowe. Not everyone's talented like Russell Crowe's not. But it does have Borat in. It does. Yeah, is Borat like Les Mis? <laughs> no, he's like, master of the house, keeper of the song. He's so talented. You, you could tell he's trained and he's not trained. Yeah. I don't know. It just was an impactful movie. The storyline's classic. It's beautiful. Is there a fanning in it? Dakota fanning? I don't know. No, the girl is no, Amanda it, Seyfried. It's a, yeah, Amanda. That's Are there any fannies That's who's like in, in the picture. The blonde. Oh. Mm-hmm. That is odd. From yeah. Mean Girls. Yeah. You might recall. Yeah. She uses the boobs to tell the weather. Yeah. yeah. And First Reformed. She doesn't do that in First Reformed. She does something else in First Reformed. There might be a deleted scene where she uses her boobs to tell the weather. Yeah, I want to see that. It's great. Abby, what's your number four? My number four was my number one last year, and that's Roma. Oh, Roma. Roma. Yeah, Roma. I thought it was really moving. I liked it a lot. And you don't ordinarily care for movies that have no color in them. Yeah, I actually hate them. But it, <laughs> it wasn't the case with this one. This went above and beyond and even got to your cold heart. Think about yep. how many movies out there that potentially would change your life, but you've just discarded them because of their lack of reds and blues <laughs> no here's the thing i don't like old movies anything made like before the 70s maybe even 80s <laughs> i just don't like a lot so you've said this to me before and it makes me like so dancing angry in the rain or whatever those are dancing oh, singing in the rain <laughs> sure yeah those suck yeah absolutely not false I, I don't disagree with you on that oh. you'll see my fair lady like before 65 oh. I, I, I honestly oh uh, agree. I think around 68, 69 is when we started to get good. You're so See, ridiculous. I'm such a emphatically disagree. All of you should need to be downgraded to freaking casual moviegoers. Singing no, in the rain you. is a junk, <laughs> junk dump. All right. Wrong. Uh, we're on number four? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll never see this coming down the road. Is it The Muppets Most Wanted? No. My number four oh. is Mad Max. Oh. For the same <laughs> reasons that Tyler cited. We're really... Trucking now. That one's terrible. I'm riding shotgun. (laughs) What a blast. What a blast. You know when you go to the movies and you just have a freaking good time and you're like, that was cool as crap. You know, I'm not sure how else to describe it. Yeah, there's yeah. an on-fire guitar happening the drive, in front of your face. It makes yeah. the drive home boring. It's so <laughs> dull. <laughs> <laughs> it should be crazy. Oh, man, my car doesn't have little guys on pogo sticks. Yeah. No cyberpunk has jumped over me with a, on a motorbike. Patrick. We're down to the final bit here. Yeah, I mean, top everybody three. getting nervous. Top three. Yeah, top I'm three. I'm scared. so nervous. I don't even remember what's on my list. I can't see it yeah, until I scroll up. I'm sweating. I'm shaking. I don't know what's going on. Bethy's asleep. Number no. three. <laughs> She's sinking further and further <laughs> onto the couch. <laughs> 
My number three is Green Room. Ten. Nice. Uh, we had, we did a big episode on this, but I love Green Room. That's one of those to me near perfect movies. Modern masterpiece. Yeah, That's modern fair. masterpiece for sure. It just does all the genres it does so well. It's just awesome. What That's a cool premise. Rock. What a cool setting. What great actors. What great everything. Yeah, we need to do an in in uh, memoriam for Anton Yelton. Yeah, and his uh, he was. Was, is Thoroughbreds the last movie he shows up in? I yeah. believe so, yeah. He's so funny in Thoroughbreds. He's so good in Thoroughbreds. It's devastating watching that, knowing that he'll never be in anything else. Yeah, what a great talent we lost. Yep. Um, all right, number four, or number three for Matt Hughes. Was from 2018, and it was a little horror movie called The Black Coat's Daughter. That was a great yeah, movie. Yeah, that was really good. I still... When I even just saying the name of it, I get scared again. <laughs> it's so scary, and so and then what's her name? Sally Draper. That's obviously not her real name. Sabrina. Oh no, the daughter. Yeah, Krista Sh- Sharp Kick or sh- something. I don't know. I can't remember her name. Kirsten. Something like I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, the girl that's in the Black Coat's daughter has gone on to be Sabrina the Teenage Witch keeping with this spooky dookie theme. Oh, that's true. I've yeah, man. Spooky and then the dookie. other girl from the Black Coat's daughter is in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. I didn't see is, Bohemian Rhapsody. She's in dating okay. Ram- Rami. The girl, oh, Rami. the girl that like is there with her in the school mm-hmm. or whatever. Tyler, yeah. did you see this movie? No. You can man. handle it. You can yeah, handle you can it. handle it. You can handle it. Don't yeah. You definitely Stay can handle it. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's really <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> right. It's great. I loved it. I would happily watch it again, but I would be scared to press play. Yeah. Is she the daughter in Mad Men? Yes, Sally yeah. Draper. That's why Sally. I said oh, her name, said Sally, Sally Draper, because that's her name in the, Sally Draper. In the yeah, show. Yeah, weird, because she's really little in that. Well, yeah, and then what happens is time goes by and people get yeah, bigger. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about how, time time works. how time works. Time, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler, number three. Number three for the year. For me, comes not from the two year. Not the year. The, the whole decade. decade. Look Three at the right from list. All the 10 years for me comes from back in 2011. Oh, that's old. <gasps> Muppets? No. <laughs> <laughs> Another Ryan Gosling film. Drive? Drive. Oh, I guessed it. <laughs> you win. Yeah. That's the end of the right. podcast. I got the Good prize. Night, everybody. <laughs> um, it's a great movie. Oh, yeah. No one knew who Nicholas Reffin Winden was. <laughs> Neither do you, but the Nicholas Nicholas Winding Reffin. Reffin. Winding Reffin. Nicholas Winding Reffin. Where the heck did he come from? He made a great movie. He made one at least. He's still trying. Keep trying. Me and Abby tried to watch his show on Amazon. Oh, that one with Miles Teller. Was it good? Mm-hmm. No. Wow. What's, what's the name of the show? Uh, too young, too old to die young. Too old to die young. It's yeah. very him. I'm I saw the trailer shot. and I was like, "Oh, look, it's him. Look, it's all purple." Yeah, yeah. it's very him. Yeah. Well, he he came out with a one solid movie, Drive Rules. And every time I watch it, I think this is awesome. This movie rules. I appreciate a director that has a style, and even only God forgives. You're like, even if I don't like this, that's this is this guy's style for yeah. sure. Remember that great night when we ate that delicious Thai food and watched Only God Forgives? Yeah. But that's not what's on his list. His list is Drive. Drive. The the hype for Drive was so crazy. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, 
But it I was, get it. It was less it like hype and it. more like groundswell. It was like people groundswell. around you uh-huh. were going, "Oh, you didn't. You should actually catch that movie." Yeah, yeah. it wasn't hugely popular. He's got this cool jacket. I feel like films after that tried to embrace the slow pan suspense mm. that that Nicholas mm. Winding Refn. He loves created. a slow pan. Okay, loves God a slow knows. pan. Slow in, in the, general, which I appreciate. And the soundtrack that he put in Drive influenced a lot of soundtracks after that. Yep. It's great. Drive's great. Bethy, are you awake? Are you still with us? Yep. What? Uh, do you have I a number three? Uh, Jurassic World. Hey. Yeah. I really. Solidarity. Thought it was fun. Respect. I like movies that draw you into a place that you wouldn't. You can't go. You get to go to the park in this movie. Yeah. It's open. I feel like it's really. I think it's like a classic. You should have it in your top ten. I did. Thank you. Yeah. It's good. I like that movie. Abby, what do you have at number three? At number three, I have um, Tree of Life. Okay. Love it. And let me tell you about this. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on now. Let me tell you about this. Which you, uh, which you just saw uh, in the last few months, right? Yes. For the first Fresh. time. Fresh. Yes. And I, I think I had seen it with bits and pieces many many years ago maybe when it first came out and i remember feeling boring but i was like detached i didn't really watch it all the way through yeah you need to really focus you have on to focus Malick's films um so we watched it recently and i feel like it was pretty life-changing criterion collection yeah criterion that's a collection. beautiful set yeah and i just think the story i know that that's like a little woo-woo because he is well, but this was a very ambitious film he'd been trying to make for like years and years and years. Apparently, there are other versions of this film that he made and got rid of and then made this one. Oh, I'm curious to know what that is. Yeah, I feel like it was a devastating movie about family. Even Brad Pitt did some acting. He didn't just stand there yeah. and be Brad Pitt. Yeah. Which he for usually him. does. Yep. It made me... This and another movie made me, I honestly think about maybe once a day as I parent my children. Yeah. Tree of Life is one of those. Is the other movie Inside Out? (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Is it it Muppets? (laughs) It's not. Tree of Life is one of those movies that make you, it's almost like about time that make you pay attention to the small moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's well put. Jessica Chastain is uh, aptly cast in that movie. Mm Mm-hmm. It's good. Good movie. Well done. We're on number three now. Yeah. My third favorite film of the decade was Black Swan. Hi. From Darren. Yeah, I had that on my list too. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a higher list. It was, it was, it was a lot higher yeah, than mine. Yeah, it's one of those things that definitely checked all my boxes. I really like the idea or. Uh, er, <laughs> What? What's so funny it's about that? It's just their scenes that yeah, I immediately checked like, all, oh yeah. all my boxes. <laughs> that, was, that part? Yeah. Checking your box in yeah. front of your mom. Done. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. But I really like the, uh, you know, I like that when things line, you know, Joker, which showed up on a bunch of lists, is like a grimy movie with a grimy tone. And it's, you know, it's kind of, it, it matched their synchronicity <laughs> there. Black Swan is really interesting premise and setting for a horror movie to set it in a ballet academy and something that's kind of like high art and prestigious and right. and then take you on this like ride into madness, um, which is something I hadn't seen before. Uh, the closest thing I can think of was like Suspiria before that, um, but very different. 
And I really like Aronofsky. His uh, uh, once again a director talking with about the style. original Suspiria. Yes, right. Um, so I just I remember sitting down thinking this will be pretty cool. Requiem for a Dream guy. He usually right. makes good movies. Yeah. And being like, holy crap, this is horrifying. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in a theater that was repulsed. People we like saw it on squirm. Christmas. We saw it on Christmas Day together. <laughs> Why would he release a film like that on Christmas? Happy birthday, Jesus. Got to put him somewhere. Black Swan. <laughs> really, really love it. And then, like Matt uh, said, it's it's fun to revisit, and it's really fun to watch with people who haven't seen it and watch them freak out. It's a freak out movie. Yeah. Yep. True story. Up. Patrick, what do you have at number two? Shoot, man. We're getting Holy there. Holy crap. I put uh, Avengers Infinity War. Dang, number two man that's pretty good I, just, I think that's a great movie <laughs> you know here, here's a <laughs> the, the other when we're getting ready for uh, Endgame we're all watching Infinity War together and I remember Mike tell another Mike story we're the part where he's pulling the Spider-Man almost gets the glow off of him. Mike's getting all tensed up, and he says, "Oh, maybe this time." You're like, "You know yeah, what's going to Just happen. get it, pull it off, get it. Yeah. And like, well, you know what's going to happen?" He's like, "Oh, maybe this time." But the thing is, like, we had all seen that movie several times, and in that moment, we were still tense together because it's just such an effective movie with all these great characters put in. He almost got it. He almost got it. Yeah. Maybe what it's so, it so freaking Star-Lord. frustrating to see yeah. it shift for just a second. Yeah. Yeah. It's infuriating. Well, he got it off, and then. He he snatched it back. Yeah, I hate it. So and love it. And we've said it a million times, but to put all those characters in there so seamlessly and just so in such a gratifying way—it's it's a feat. That's a I'm feat. Really impressed with it still. Infinity War, number two of the decade. Wow, yeah. wow. Matt Hughes, what's number two of the decade in your weird list? <laughs> Paddington Two. No. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, <Was> it puppets? <laughs> <laughs> Muppets Most Wanted. Um, my number two of the decade is The Lighthouse, which I know is a bold thing. Just saw it. Just saw it. So I'm aware that it could be due to the recency effect. However, I was going through, and again, some of this is probably due to the fact that I decided to pick one from each year. So I knew that whichever one I loved the most from this most recent year would have to be on there. But I feel confident putting it this high because even as I look at the rest of my list, when I think about ones that I am eager to revisit, I can't wait for The Lighthouse to come out on Blu-ray and to sit in my house and just be thoroughly weirded out. And That'll be fun to show people who haven't seen heck it. Heck yeah. And even get to like <laughs> watch it, just enjoy it, and then just kind of scrub through and find things where I want to see stuff and see what details I know I missed the first time Mermaid through. Mermaid privates so many, and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, just, you know, just slo- his, slow-mo his Robert Pattinson having a... Angry gust of, you know, whatever. Tooth fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, about his cooking. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, yeah it's the curse he called down. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, just learn that <laughs> curse by. So if my if my kids ever say that they don't like yeah, what I've made them for the, dinner, <laughs> learn the curse by heart and do it all the time. All the so time, people are like, ah, right, no, leave it out, it's, man. It's we get going. it. All yeah. right, Tyler, number two, number two for me uh, for the decade comes from 2012, Django Unchained. Mm. It's great. Mm, yeah. Yep, that's really good. It's a phenomenal movie. I love Django. Doesn't get old. It's always great. I still haven't seen it. That's a another impressive runtime movie because it's really long Mm -hmm. and it and you enjoy that it's long. Yeah, because you want all the movements of this stuff to happen. Yeah, yeah. 
He makes a good movie, the guy. Yeah, I think movie. he's got a bright future. I think people are going to start to pay attention <laughs> yeah, to what uh, he's doing. Yeah, yeah. 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 In the one or two he's got left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it your Keep favorite? Keep listening, Quentin. His. Yeah, it's my. I, his it's, favorite. It's my favorite from the best of Tarantino. Hard to beat it. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the little um, missile sounds when the bullets hit the bodies and then. Bethany Allen, what is your second favorite movie of all the movies you saw in the last 10 years of your life? Well, y'all are going to hate this, but I loved King's Speech, so it's my number the two. The King's There's nothing wrong speech. with that. The King's Speech is fantastic. And is I it? I it's love, I love every actor and actress in the movie. Yes. I love England. I love the history. Yeah, we're so better much. than other places. That's true. I loved it. I Snooze it fest. No yeah, way! It's a total snooze fest. It is not dull. It is amazing. I can, I can. Very, you would dig it. Brilliant. What? We I watched it together. It's you not a me. bad Did movie. We? Yes, Abby and I sat <laughs> together and watched I it. I haven't seen it. Got it already, didn't you? <laughs> I don't remember liking it. It's Colin Firth. Stuttering. I like Colin Firth. Yeah, he says those funny swear impressive. words. That part's great. Yeah. What? But of all of the, I bloody well stammer. Of all of the, who does say that? The period pieces about England that came out this decade, it's not the best one. What's the best one? No, oh, here we go. What's Im- imitation game is better? No, absolutely not. Im- wait, which one's the imitation game? No, it has what's his name about in it? Cumberbatch. Alan Turing? About Alan Turing, yeah. That's no. That's not about royalty, no. though. What That's why Bethy likes it, because she likes oh, royalty. royalty. It's not just the period and, and the Englishness, yeah. it's specifically the... Got what about it. the one where they put Gary Oldman in all the fat latex? Oh, the that's Churchill not one? royalty either. Yeah, but that one's also either. more interesting. Okay, well, anyway, it's on my list, so you don't have to watch it with me on the desert island. I've Darkest seen it. Island. I liked it. Can I, can I come Dark over island. with my boat and watch Jurassic World? Yeah. Oh, awesome. See you there. And Chappie. <laughs> Everyone's invited to Chappie. If we've got boats okay. and we Chippy. can get around, can we just go home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I just choose another few movies <laughs> to bring with me that I can go pick up on my What boat? do you got on your island? You got good stuff to eat? My st- my island? Yeah. Yes. Snack score. Yeah, you got you know snacks? I got lots of food over Reasons. here. Reasons. Coconuts. Wilson. No, I love we chocolate. Chocolate candy. <laughs> 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 He's over there cooking the dinner. Abby, what was your second favorite movie of the whole decade? It's Black Swan. <gasps> Whoa! Wow. A lot of love for Black Swan. Yeah, I love Black Swan. I love ballet. Oh, I that's right. I like Natalie right. Portman. I like... Mila Kunis. Isn't it funny that yeah. it's got to be one of the most ballet movies, if not the most ballet ballet movies to exist, and it's such a freaky movie? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's so fitting, though, because the world of ballet is such a dark world. Mm-hmm. It's like the most fitting theme for a ballet studio. About it crushing and tearing people apart from the inside. Yeah. And destroying yeah. your nice. own body for the sake of uh, getting the part. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's good. Black Swan is good. I agree with you. Are we at number two for me? Mm-hmm. My, my second favorite movie of the whole decade was Green Room. Can mm. anyone say anything bad about Green Room? It's no. a perfect movie. Perfect. It's good. Yeah. perfect. It has Captain Picard in it. Yeah, that's he one of the things that's awesome. perfect. He is, he is horrifying. Sinister He's villain. He's such Who's a scary that? bad guy. Jean-Luc Picard, freaking uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. so good. I lo- yeah, what a cool premise. And uh, I love that it... Sets out to do the exact thing that it does. It does it elegantly. It really delivers on like uh, violence as like a visceral thing that makes you go like, "Oh my god!" Instead of just like for hype. 
but yeah. you don't want to see it. It is gratuitous. Yeah. Even the violence off screen, you're flinching. Yeah. yeah. You're scared just what's going to happen with that stuff. And it puts you in such a specific scenario that most people could never relate to and makes you feel like you're in that scenario mm-hmm. and you want so badly for them to just get out. It should be easy to get out of a small building. Get out of the small building. Green it room. actually reminds me of how people are describing uncut gems where you're like, it's an anxiety Anxious movie for sure. Time. Yeah, huge anxiety movie. Mm-hmm. Love Green Room. It rules. And now we have come to the final circle. Ooh. This is it. Everyone's favorite movie of the last 10 years. Can you believe it? Patrick, what was your of all the movies that you saw for the last 10 years, what was your favorite one? And it was Creed. <gasps> Creed is my favorite. Nice. When we started talking about this list, I knew instantly it was yeah, going to be Creed. Did. Yeah. Creed to me is a perfect movie and <laughs> I uh, watch it just Why are you like laughing Tyler? Because he's, he's talking about it like we just talked about Green Room oh, I see. But yeah, it's I Creed so it's like he's very different mm-hmm. Yeah I love Green Room too but Creed uh, I watch it every year to get pumped up for I what? love the Rocky movies to, for life <laughs> you know? Yeah it's the life I, pump I feel Everyone like knows Creed that. is a very special movie It I is I mm-hmm. say that for sure I love sure. those Rocky movies and uh, it's one of those things where they continue it and do something different with it in a shocking way that is just magical It's cool that Stallone who doesn't often doesn't get credit for this but who's a really talented not just an actor but a filmmaker and he has certainly has his moments where he's not that Rambo Last Blood being yeah, yeah. sometimes example. his screenwriting is great other times it's garbage it's, yeah it's really bad uh, but he made this character that's so beloved already gave him a good send off comes back for another movie and then somehow delivers his best performance in oh, that yeah. movie yeah. yeah just great love Creed that's fantastic Matt what was your favorite movie of the whole decade with your cookie list Green Room Green Room yeah man that's Green just Room also getting a lot of love I was looking at all the movies that i'd watched and i was just thinking about like if i could i tried to even narrow it down to like if i could only watch one of these which one would i choose and then i was thinking about which one do i still talk about which one do i most want other people i know who i think could handle it to see like i still listen to the soundtrack like this morning at the gym i was playing songs from green room it's awesome it's so good it is agreed tyler We've come to the moment. <clears throat> My number one film of the decade is Green Room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> That's nice because we shared our 2019 number ones as yeah. well. Look, we're yeah. such good friends. That. It's amazing. Did we, all, did we all have... A bunch of us had Green Room as our number one of that yeah, year as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. That year. I, yeah, I don't... It, was, it felt instant to me, too. Yeah. This, this is number one. None... None of these other none of these films have this whatever green room managed to find. None of them mm-hmm. are are there. You know, it's funny. I think that your uh, first take on green room. We all saw that. Like, I didn't see a trailer, but we all like read about it. And I think I saw a still mm-hmm. of Patrick Stewart or skin. And we're like, oh, that movie will be cool. We should go see it. And then it was uh, making the circuit and just one theater around here. Tyler's like, oh, I'm going to go see that movie. I have no idea what it's about. All I know is the name of it. He didn't even know the premise or anything. And then he came out of it, and it might have been the origin of the five-star versus five-kicks rating. He oh, sent right. five stars, and we're like, what are you doing? We used yeah, moons. And he was like, no, sometimes yeah. you have to give <laughs> a little more. Yeah. <laughs> this one goes up to 11. And we were right. like, whoa. Oh, shoot. 
Yeah, it deserves that. It does. Yeah. And it, it just gets better every time. It's true. It makes an immediate depre- impression. When's he going to make another freaking movie, dude? Well, he made one last year. Which one? Uh, Hold the Dark. Hold the Dark, yeah. yeah. Oh. It was okay. <laughs> but we're excited for what you do next, buddy. That Blue Ruin one was good. Jeremy Saulnier, I think mm-hmm. his name is. Uh, Bethany Allen, what was your favorite movie of the whole decade? I'm so excited. Very similar to Green Room. <laughs> Her eyes why. aren't even open. Her eyes aren't even open. The top one. <laughs> please, <laughs> she doesn't please. know why it's the top. She's, she's embarrassed. Fine, Jenkins. Have you thought about <laughs> it? It's complicated. It's a great book because you guys keep saying Green Room, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was the help. <laughs> the, the help is your favorite movie of the whole The help. Poop pies. I thought it was nice. It was really quick. If I get to watch everything else that I already said, then I'm happy. And I liked the help a lot. <laughs> <laughs> She's not in this anymore. <laughs> Are you still here us. with us? You're in a de- another it's place. Seven o'clock at night. It's not I even bet that there's late. some woman out there who's like, absolutely yes. The yeah, the help. The Wasn't help the help? Girl, I got you. Was good. Was the help a popular book as well? Yeah, right? I yes. read it. I just I was inspired by it. That was beautiful. I mean, <laughs> in all the right ways. With uh, Bryce thoughtful. Dallas Howard. I love Bryce Dallas Howard. I love Jessica oh, Chastain. I mean, they're both in it. They're both yeah, in it. and so is Emma. How can you what's tell what's going Stone? on? All the redheads. They just put them all in there. What's her name? And then the, we had we got out of that. Octavia we got Spencer. Octavia Spencer. We got Viola Davis. We got these people out of that movie who got launched into beautiful careers. So, 10 out of 10. But the, but the movie's about the help feeding someone poop pie. No, it's not. You didn't watch the movie if that's what you <laughs> thought it was about. One. And two, I feel connected. Is there is someone fed poop pie? Yeah, but it's not what the movie's about. Well, that's about. what the movie's about. <laughs> okay. it's, there's there's actual poop in the pie. Yeah, they shat in a pie. No way. Okay. Uh-huh. You're is totally it? like... Oh, I'm intrigued. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Oh, you haven't seen The Help. I yeah. haven't seen it. It's good. It's a good movie. The, the Help poop in the pie and give it it's, to the white people. I like oh, that's awesome. I like it's this. It's a 60s civil rights yeah. era. Yeah. Uh, a popular film. book club book. Yes. Very popular book club book. They right. poop on each other's poop. It's, it was kind of the, the new wave of white savior films that kind of led to <laughs> Green Book, like she mentions. No, Green Book. Well, anyway, Abby, what's yours? But it's good. Take, I can't take much more it's of it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Please, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I haven't seen it. I said I was intrigued. I didn't know there was poop in it. I like white poop pie. I like the. I like both Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain. But you don't know who's on who's who on screen. If they're both is it there, clear? is it clear who's who? Did one of them wears one of them wears a funny hat? It's not their poop, is it? Do they poop? You want to just tell you what? It, you just have to tune in and see. You want to watch? You want to watch no, it? Yeah, yeah, just, you want to just tell you? People. Yeah, the help oh, poop and give it to the white it's people. It's Octavia Spencer poops in a pie and feeds it to Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, does do she? Can she taste it? She eats it, and then I think she goes on about how much she loved the pie, and oh. then she finds out later. No, it's poopy pie. Huh. Yeah, that sounds good. I want to see. Well, it. I mean, if she liked the pie, what's there to complain about? <laughs> Mike. My Did God. you get sick? I'm then so you're sorry fine. Sorry to whoever the director is of this film that nobody ever <laughs> paid attention to the actual story. Uh, Emma Stone's there, pie. and she's also writing a story about all of it. So she's wearing yes. glasses. Yeah, oh, she got that blonde hair. Yeah, oh. sounds good. Okay. All right, Burrs. What was your favorite movie of the whole decade? <laughs> she's Mine. still fuming over here, everybody. What? What did you have to be mad about? You picked <laughs> the movie. 
She's, I think she's upset we didn't collectively support her. I mean, we were all shaking hands. I don't hands. need you to support me. We were all shaking hands over Green Room I and we're, we're attacking Keep, the poop pie. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> all right, we've reached Bethany's threshold, apparently. Abby, what's your number one of the whole year or whole decade? It's about time. Wow. Yeah. It's really right. Hard, Get it. Solid. About it's time showed up on a lot of lists. About yeah, time. One of the best movies ever made. Wow. It it's seems like there must be a lot of. My favorite movie ever made, I guess. No, that can't T- be past true. Past 10 years. Past 10 years. Do you think there's a lot of listeners? I don't often hear a ton of people talk about About Time, so no. I wonder if there's a lot of listeners being like, dang, I guess I should see About Time. Check out About Time. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea that we're pushing our listener base <laughs> towards seeing About Time. Yeah. Watch All is Lost first. No way. <laughs> and Blue Valentine. Yeah. Watch oh, Tyler's yeah. list, and I think then about you're allowed time to watch is like a must. Like you should, I don't know, have to watch it. Is this the Sometime. other one apart from Tree of Life that you think about when you're with your kids? Yeah, it's yeah. That, yeah. that was life changing. Yeah, yeah. life changing. It's fair. Yeah, it's, it a, it's a, a really profound life lesson. Yeah, yeah. it's very sweet. It's a sweet movie. It's pretty f- much a feel good movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a uh, lot. There's of like there's some bittersweet things in there. Right. Yeah, there's I feel like it's also devastating. Sure, yeah. the <laughs> fragility of life, the limit. Mm-hmm. That we're yeah. all gonna die someday. Well, it's a movie about time, right? Hey, get it? Yeah. Uh, is it the Muppets? But really, if you haven't seen it, you have to see it. Yeah, you should see it. It's worth. I think it's on Netflix or something. It's worth. <laughs> y- it's worth your time. It's available to watch where movies. You know. Yeah. I, I well, all this time we're talking about about time. I don't want people to get confused about a similar film starring Rachel McAdams. Who's dating a a time traveling? Oh, oh the time traveler's wife. I saw yeah. that. Too. That movie is Dookie Rings, but the book is good. So don't watch. Don't watch time. Don't traveler's watch time traveler's wife. wife. No, that's watch. terrible. Watch that's about weird. time. That's weird. That is weird because at one point he's grown and comes back and she's a girl, like a little girl, and it's weird. Oh right, and she's outside having a picnic. Yeah, it's real <laughs> weird. <laughs> that is weird that those came out around the same time, but no, not the same. It's like the Illusionist and the Prestige. Yeah, man. Clearly, two people yeah. at two different studios but went. You know what's hot right now? Rachel McAdams going back in time. So watch Rachel no, 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 McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Oh yeah, stay still. A man still goes a back man. in time. Yeah. 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 Only men can time travel. Yeah. That's right. It's on the Y chromosome. She's a good wife. She stays in her time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the the way wives are supposed to travel is You listen. Work. You stay in the kitchen. You stay in your time. Okay. All right. What's your number one? <laughs> <laughs> They're not even entertaining that joke. <laughs> it's funny because it's such a stupid joke. Oh, you don't have to explain it. Abby. Abby. I know. I get it. I get oh. it. Oh. Yeah. Bethany's Bethany giving up so entirely. Bethany's not even. Her microphone's nowhere near. <laughs> What's funny is that when she was defending the help, she goes, I am so sorry to whoever directed this movie. <laughs> 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 the help really? director is definitely listening. Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie of the last 10 years was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Well, that's yeah. new. Yep, no one said it in their whole list. Yep. I, that's the I second one? It. That's where they're on freaking horses? Yeah. They that's do ride good. horses. That's the best one. It's the best one. It's the yeah, second one. For sure. It's, that's yeah. one of the hard ones. Uh, it was a hard cut, but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. honestly, when I made my list, I started thinking about. You're like, oh, when did District Nine come out? Not in the last ten years. So that's that would have been it. Uh-huh. But that's gone. It just barely didn't make. Wait, it. what year did Rise come out? It's like 2013 or something. 2014. I don't know. Oh, remember. Rise 2011. Ri- Rise must have been 11. Oh, sorry. 12. I mean Dawn. When did Dawn, Dawn come was out? 13 or 14. 
Um, it was the year of greatness. Because 15? it was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. 15? So 2014, says 14. the internet. Well, uh, I put Paddington on there instead of that. I really enjoyed... <laughs> Uh, I like the Planet of the Apes movies, at least a couple of them. I really enjoyed Rise and was like, oh, this is really interesting. They After the Tim Burton fiasco, it's like this, they're taking this in a new direction that's found a way to make Planet of the Apes, which I think is an interesting premise, cool and serious. Mm-hmm. But I was not expecting the sequel to be uh, as amazing as it was to me personally. I thought like for... If you like genre movies, you like science fiction, you like action, all those kinds of things, and uh, the shock value, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes really delivers on all those things. And it has some of the best uh, visual effects sequences of any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it's hard to argue that. Yeah, the, the gun or the camera mounted on the tank turret yeah, that spins that's around. that's amazing. Uh, yeah, and the, the, they made this villain out of an ape. You know, the warring factions with, within yeah. the apes. I don't know. It's just a really, I thought, a sophisticated concept for an old franchise. And one of those movies to me that you're like in awe in the movie theater. And then when you leave, you're like, holy crap, I wish all my... That's the kind of thing every time I go to any movie, you're hoping that somehow you're going to get that green yeah, room sure. or district nine or photorealistic apes. Yeah. And now it's the measurement that we right. use, the rubric by which they're all riding horses. Things. So that was it. Hey, great decade of movies, y'all. Good job. See yeah. you in another 10 years. What are you looking forward to in the next decade? <laughs> <laughs> Not dying. There'll probably be some more visually uh, photorealistic apes, I'm sure. Yeah. No Here's matter that. what, in 10 years, we all got to come back here, get together. Okay. Even if Josh and Abby don't live okay. here, we'll just break in. All right. Everyone put their hand on my bloody hand. <laughs> Cut your palms. <laughs> Make a promise. <laughs> Swear. Here's a Coke bottle. Everyone together on the help. Now it's time to head to youhatemovies.com and leave a comment on this episode where you offer your top 10 movies of the decade. And don't be fooled for a second. All of us will be scrutinizing it, judging it, and letting you know by commenting on your comments. And since the flow of communication is now wide open, you might as well move to patreon.com slash youhatemovies where you can find out how to throw us just a few bucks a month, price of a cup of coffee that you can part with, and then get bonus content, extra episodes, and help us keep the lights on at You Hate Movies Studios.